everyone. Welcome to this episode of Prospects After Dark. I am your host. I am Kyle Reese uh, from Birds on the Black. Welcome to our little extravaganza. I, I love doing this so much. We do this every Monday at 8.30 live on Periscope. Uh, it ends up, we're going to end up turning it into a podcast. So uh, for those of you who are listening to this on the podcast for the first time, it's going to be kind of a, a, a windstorm. Uh, just know that what's happening is we're on Periscope right now. The questions are coming in. The conversation's coming in. And, uh, and here we are talking nonsense. Uh, we have a good group of people who come in every day and or every Monday and have some great conversations. We love those people. Uh, you'll notice that we have a new addition to the backdrop. Uh, from now on, the Bregman jersey will be up next to the Langford jersey. Uh, I'm, I'm an equal opportunity lover. I will love players uh, yeah, a wall of jerseys. As Ryan Shul just says, a wall of jerseys. Uh, Bregman for Alex Reyes, would ya? I'll be honest, I, uh, I think I would. I think I would trade Alex Reyes for, uh, Alex Bregman. Our drink of choice tonight, we encourage everyone to get hammered. Uh, the drink of choice tonight, it's called Black Ridge Small Batch. How I came across the Black Ridge Small Batch was I went to Total Wine, uh, and the guy who was working at Total Wine wouldn't leave me alone until I bought the stupid bourbon. Uh, so we're going to drink it real fast, and we're going to go buy bourbon that we actually want to drink. Uh, it isn't bad, to be honest. It's pretty good. Uh, hey, so Nicole's in here. What's up, Nicole? Uh, what's up, Graham? What's up, Ryan Shule? What's up, Moe's Algorithms? we got our normal people in here. Uh, we, we've got some good stuff. I want to start real fast. Uh, uh, our boy Ben Saruti on Twitter asked me a series of questions... Uh, I'm going to try to get this thing scored away. A series of questions that are worth going over. His first question was, my thoughts on Gyro Munoz' hot start. My thought is that it's a hot start. Worth getting excited about, but let's see how he finishes out spring training. Uh, we're just at the halfway mark of spring training right now, and uh, I want to see him do a little bit more. He's a little iffy in the field. He's not an outfielder. They talked about putting him in center fielder. I personally am not a fan of putting Gyro in center. He might be able to play a corner when you need him to play a corner, uh, but he's also a little a little sketchy as an infielder, too. Um, his next question was, thoughts on Flaherty versus Gomber versus Helsley versus Hudson uh, as the starters that could come up to replace a starter in the rotation. Hold on, we got some questions coming in real fast. Uh, which young outfielder would you choose to keep for their career? Not really asks. Which young outfielder would I choose to keep for the career? Uh, Randy Rosarena for me. I'm such a Rosarena honk. The thing about Jag, Jose Adoliz Garcia, is that Adoliz is older, and it makes it hard to decide, like, to figure out exactly how it's all going to translate. Um, he's been successful, but he should have been better last year, in my own personal opinion. I like Tyler O'Neill's power, but I think that he has a lot of question marks. Uh, I think personally, I'd go with Randy Rosarena. He's been extremely, extremely impressive. Uh, we call him uh, Arousal or Arousal Reina. Um, he's been extremely impressive, and he's a super talented kid, and I think right now he's the one I would keep. It'd be in between him and Tyler O'Neill for me. Uh, where did they send, uh, why did they send Darian Gonzalez down? Well, the reason that they sent Darian Gonzalez down is, when, when you look at the bullpen picture, you're talking about Josh Lucas, um, you're talking about a lot of guys ahead of him that have a little bit more experience, that have been around a little bit longer, that, uh, that are actually vying for a job in the bullpen. Uh, you know, look at what Mike Mayers has done. You have to be pretty impressed with that. That's been fantastic. Mike Mayers has brought it strong. Uh, there are guys ahead 
of Darian Gonzalez. And he'll still get a chance. There's still a chance that he gets a chance. So whatever that is. Uh, Lucas has had a really good spring. A lot of guys have had really good springs up until now. Uh, keep in mind that we just hit the halfway part of spring training. And things will start to uh, to clear out a little bit here. We'll, it'll start to make a little bit more sense here in just a little bit. Uh, getting back to our boy Ben Cerruti. Uh, he was talking about the starting pitchers and how it might all boil down. You know, if you're talking about Flaherty versus Gomber versus Helsley and Hudson in the pecking order, if you're just narrowing it down to those four, Flaherty absolutely comes first. Then I would think either Helsley or Hudson, uh, with the other one being vice versa, and then uh, Gomber there at the end, unfortunately. I love what Austin's done. I just uh, I don't think it's impressed everyone that you would hope it would. Uh, can we get to the after dark portion yet? Uh, <laughs> holy shilt. Uh, so uh, for those of you who don't know, the way the prospect after darks works is we have about 30 to 40 minutes of real baseball conversation. Um, uh, and then it usually we call that prospects after dark. And then after prospects after dark turns into Kyle after dark. And it gets super weird for Kyle after dark. Uh, so stick around for that. Ryan Schul says Seth Beer is raking. For those of you who don't know who Seth Beer is, Seth Beer is a first baseman who plays for Clemson, who will more than likely uh, be a first-round draft pick. Some mock drafts have him going in the second round. But anyways, he's a big-bodied, strong, power-hitting first baseman who I'm hoping that the Cardinals select 19th overall. It's a pretty deep draft. Uh, it's I think it's deeper than last year's draft, which is a positive. Uh, but it's, uh, he's a really interesting kid who I hope the Cardinals take a chance on. Do I like soccer? I, believe it or not, I am not a soccer fan. Uh, he only bashed O'Neill because he knew I left the room. You're right, Nicole. Actually, I did. I had a feeling. I was hoping. And I actually, if anything, I bashed Jag and Mercado and Bader more. Uh, to me, it's down in between a Rosarena and uh, O'Neill for who I like. Squint. I'm squinting. I'm trying. Uh, give me Hosmer over Seth Beer. That a boy, Ryan. Uh, how about the O'Neill too much muscle argument? Think it has traction. I know front office said otherwise. I think that right now you can't make that argument that they're, you know, his muscles are popping out and that's causing the, uh, the injury, if you will. I will say that if it keeps up, then it's something to worry about, but it's just right now, uh, it's just right now, it's not worth complaining about. If it's something that keeps up, then it's something we've got to keep an eye on. Uh, do you think the Cardinals bank too much on potential rather than signing true talent on the market? I think, Again, I think what we get lost on is, you know, potential and uh, proven talent. I think what ends up happening is it's just cost certainty. I think that the Cardinals value cost certainty over everything else. And I think that they overvalue cost certainty more than anything. And uh, to me, it is an overvalue. I absolutely. Um, oh, uh, Mo's algorithm real fast is putting together our fantasy baseball league. And we had good turnout. But Mo's algorithm needs everyone's email address who wants to participate in the league. Please do that. Uh, let's yeah. So please do that. Email or DM Mo's algorithm. Uh, the next question that we have, 45 seconds ago, how you feel about all the picks in the top 100? I'm a big fan of uh, of the fact that the Cardinals have five picks or five picks in the top 100. They need every one of those picks. They need those picks to pan out and materialize. They need the money for those picks. That's part of the reason why I haven't been so high on signing Mike Moustakis. That's part of the re pardon me, part of the reason why I was glad to see Arietta walk. Uh, why I'm excited that they haven't gone after Holland yet. 
from a long-term business standpoint, it makes more sense to not uh, not pay for that potential talent at an overprice, although Moustakis barely got paid. Uh, he can get paid next year, though, which is good. Anyways, I like the fact that there is going to be five draft picks in the top 100. They need to restock their system because at the lower levels, there are some big, big questions. I got an idea. We need a March Madness tournament for all the players, girlfriends, and sisters. That a boy, holy shield. We'll pass that along. We'll see if we can get that going. Uh, Kyle, they can trade Alex Cobb at deadline. No, they can't because Alex Cobb will want a no-trade clause. Uh, D. Gould said the biggest help was they added the added slot money in the Lynn pick. It is, but keep in mind, it's also a top... Top 80 pick. It'll be in between picks 74 and 80. I think it's 76 right now. Uh, but again, that's one of the things that I keep harping on. Do not underestimate the value of that pick, of what those picks represent. And if they sign, they would have signed Moustakis, they would have lost a pick. They would have lost that slot money. If they would sign Arietta, they would have lost that slot money and a pick. And it would have been their 42nd overall pick. It would have been their second pick. So it doesn't make sense to sign those guys, unfortunately. You know, it'll make sense next year when you're maybe gunning for a higher quality uh, free agent. Again, we drink during this. Uh, tonight it's Black Ridge Single Barrel. I need a drink. Mm. Uh, remember to retweet and share uh, to spread the love. Cardinals Gifts is the best. Uh, you look like you force your child to play sports to live vicariously through them because uh, you're, you're sports. I think you meant to say you suck. I do suck. One. Second, I don't have kids. Third, the state of Missouri probably won't let me have kids. Uh, fourth, women generally don't let me impregnate them. I have an odd-shaped head. See, it's the reverse avocado. Uh, fifth, I'm not even allowed to be around kids. So, joke's on you. Uh, Brett Wallace, Mark Hamilton, Matt Adams, Luke Voigt, Stefan Trosclair. That's got to be Graham. Yes, Graham. You are naming off first baseman as if you are Billy Joel and we didn't start the fire. Good work. Uh, can we draft Nolan Gorman, please? I don't know who that is. I'm sorry. I'm not, uh, I'm not up to date. Oh, and Chill likes my head. And Chill, I like your head, bae. Uh, why are you not allowed around children, though? I'm, I'm allowed children. I coach a little league team. Ass. I'm just joking. Uh, but where'd you get that hat at? I got the hat at spring training. Look at this sweet thing here. I, oh my god. Look at this sweet thing. Oh my god. It's beautiful, isn't it? Oh my god. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Hats are beautiful. My head is beautiful. Your head's beautiful. Uh, oh, uh, back to Ben Cerruti real fast. Uh, ben, I'm going to try to sprinkle these in as we go along. Thoughts on starting eight men for both Springfield and Memphis? I think that's crazy. It'd be interesting to see. Why not? Uh, haha, damn, you had me. Uh, you've got a good personality, man. Keep on keeping on. Hey, it's my pleasure. It's my absolute pleasure, man. Uh, Walker Robbins, better, <laughs> better at Ryan Shule. Graham... Just, you're relentless today. It's like somebody gave Graham uh, Ritalin, and he's just been on fire all day. Salty, salty Ritalin. Uh, God, not the 50-year, 58-year-old dad hat. It is a 58-year-old. Actually, it's like a 63-year-old dad hat. Look at this thing. Look at it in the back. <laughs> it's got one of those. It's got one of those. It's not even fitted. Oh, terrible. Uh, Kyle After Dark is starting early. Sometimes Kyle After Dark starts 10 minutes in. There's really no predicting this nonsense. Uh, Graham is on Ritalin. Graham's got to be on Ritalin. I'll tell you what, Graham was extra salty today. Super salty Graham on Twitter. Uh, we're all going to get kicked off Twitter here in a little bit anyway, so I wouldn't worry about it. Uh, what's up with the Bregman joining Langford? Uh, Alex Bregman is my favorite current prospect that's in the major leagues. Obviously, Lou Bob, rest in peace until May, uh, is my favorite prospect, uh, favorite player in baseball that isn't in major league baseball. And this is my favorite baseball player of all time. And... 
Again, Kyle After Dark a little early. Yeah, I'd watch them do weird things to each other. Sure, why not? This is America. Uh, Graham was salty all weekend. Graham was salty all weekend. I'll tell you what, Graham, uh, I did get a chance to read your article about Alex Cobb, and although you're uh, 100% wrong, you brought a convincing argument uh, over at the Redbird Daily. I love that. Uh, speaking of plugging websites... Um, What's going on with Redbird Daily is fantastic. Over at Birds on the Black, if you're not a member, you absolutely need to become a member. Uh, we're promising some amazing content for members only. It's free. Sign up at Birds on the Black. Uh, we're going to get you some pretty awesome stuff just for our members. Uh, Graham, who is Walker Robbins? You know what, Graham? You can handle that one. Get yourself a DeYoung jersey. Boom. So, Nicole, something you need to know about me and Paul DeYoung. I was... Two years ago when they drafted, the Cardinals drafted Paul DeYoung, I harassed Jim Callis for days on end about not naming Paul DeYoung one of his sleepers of the 2015 draft. I'm a huge Paul DeYoung fan. I love the guy. Uh, I tend to not get too invested in Cardinals prospects when they make the major leagues. Uh, I like to separate the two. So it's hard for me to like say that uh, and, and get a DeYoung jersey, but if I'm going to get one, it would be DeYoung. Opinion on Gomber's last start, do you think it was uh, per predetermined for him to be cut? From I absolutely do. Uh, I, thought, I thought Gomber was being a little lazy with his curveball. I thought his changeup was riding high. And uh, other than that, when his curveball was sharp, it looked good. His fastball was sharp, it was good. And I think it was predetermined that he was going to be sent down. I think he could have pitched... Two innings in relief that would have been perfect and struck out six, and they would have sent him down. Remember, with the way that Mike Myers has shown himself uh, in spring, it's kind of changed the Cardinals' plans. Uh, didn't someone call you out on DeYoung's arm or something? Yeah, so Adam, there's... Uh, I don't want to throw anyone to the fire. What I will tell you is there is a guy who writes for a very highly respected online outlet who I argued back and forth about, and it isn't Jim Callis, uh, who I argued back and forth about, about Paul DeYoung's arm. Because when Paul DeYoung first entered the organization, his arm wasn't great. But by the time he became a shortstop, by the time he got to the Arizona Fall League, and well, it was before that, by his time in Springfield, he was making great throws at third base. And I heard somebody, again, an expert on one of the other online outlets, uh, talking about DeYoung's arm being subpar, and I said, you're wrong. I told him he was wrong, and we argued back and forth on Twitter. And then he he uh, he slid into my DMs because I have open DMs and I encourage everyone to slide into my DMs uh, and uh, said some pretty dumb things and said I didn't know what I was talking about and lo and behold here we are I'm 100% correct it's at least average so suck it is what I have to say uh, Alex Cobb's knuckle curve is better than everything uh, it's definitely not better than a salty gram. Oh, oh, Salty Grammy. Salty Graham Cracker. Uh, Andrew Kisser is my favorite prospect. Forever Cards. He's There's a reason to. He's a fantastic young man and a fantastic player. Uh, I made it. Oh, Minmo Cards. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, I slid into your DMs. Ooh, Moe, you in there, bro? You in them You in them DMs? You did slide into them earlier. I like that. Uh, uh, let's see. Uh, Patrick B is here. Welcome, Patrick B. How soon is too soon for Seth Beer to St. Louis train? Wildcats 24. Uh, by the way, if Wildcats is in reference to the Kentucky, University of Kentucky, congratulations on the SEC uh, basketball championship tourney this, uh, this weekend. That's good. You've got a really good, basket, or ba uh, you've got a really good baseball team as well. Uh, the Seth Beard of St. Louis train started about three weeks ago. Uh, it started right here on Prospects After Dark. And uh, welcome aboard, my friend. The, as we decided earlier, the slogan for Prospects After Dark is, The saliva is warm. Uh, you try arguing with 18, never forget, not getting salty. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, I don't even know. You can't. I don't. Graham, I don't even know what you're saying. Those were three straight messages that didn't make any sense. Kyle, where's the Robert jersey? Maybe a Robert. <laughs> maybe a Robert thumb brace. Oh. Mm. You're right, Josh. Someone said, oh, Shul says Donaldson's greater than Luis Robert. I agree. Can we talk about Moe's getting suspended? Oh, man. That broke my heart. Uh, Kentucky moved up to four. Oh, it's from your high school. Cool. Either way. Uh, uh, yeah. Oh, so Luis Robert. Believe it or not, I spent a little time online this weekend trying to buy one of those uh, uh, bootleg jerseys of Luis Robert. I found one for like 50 bucks, and I think I'm going to buy it. Those White Sox jerseys are sweet, man. I love the White Sox. Uh, attempting to watch this between medicating or medication passes at work, it's difficult. It's more difficult than you thought. Uh, well, thank you for trying, uh, Kyle. When Robert makes the All Star game, I'll buy you his jersey or jersey. Ah, uh, Patrick B, that's my boy. I love it. Um, you came back just to argue with two aces sixty seven. Who? What's the deal with that two aces sixty seven? That guy's parents left him uh, at a very young age or something. That's a really sad dude. I, I want people to be happy, and that dude just brings it down. Uh, oh, Kendra Nicole, that's right, Kendra, you were the one who uh, was trying to give medication while watching this program. Don't do that. You're going to over-medicate, and you're probably going to over-medicate yourself, too. We don't want any of that. Uh, let's see. Oh, Patrick B. says, I'll DM you a link to where you can buy a Lubob one for 30 bucks. That's my boy, Patrick. Do it. I'll buy that thing tonight. People don't know me as well as Moe's, but I was the original impersonation offender. Holy Schilt was indeed. Uh, we love Mike Schilt more than anything, don't we, Holy Schilt? Uh... Let's see. Notre Dame got snubbed. Oh, Notre Dame did not get snubbed. NIT or Dame. I like that. I saw that earlier. Uh, what do we, what do we want to talk about? So right now I'm just reading messages because you guys are hilarious and really make, uh, make this. But, uh, what, what else do we want to talk about? I will say one of the other things that Ben Sorority brought up is my thoughts on which affiliate I'll, uh, I'll pay the most attention to this year. My first thought immediately was Memphis. You have to figure most of the, like, you'll have Helsley there, Flaherty there. Uh, the, the starting rotation should be good. I'm anxious to see how Daniel Ponce de Leon responds. I want to see how Tyler O'Neill does. Uh, Jag, we want to know how he does. So Memphis to start, but I'll be super dialed into everywhere. Uh, let's see. There is a certain person that isn't far behind two aces. I don't know what that is. I don't know what that is. But if you look throughout the minor league system, uh, Oh, uh, let's see. Kyle, thoughts on Sheriff? I love Ryan Sheriff. I love the fact that he's going to be a minor league option to come up and spell uh, the left-handed situation in the bullpen. I think Ryan Sheriff is an important part of the organization. Somebody asked me, uh, oh, uh, let's see. I, the other thing about Sheriff is I like what he brings. I He was really, really good against righties uh, last year in the minor leagues. I don't know how sustainable it is, but, I, you know, he's a very, very valuable commodity who... We'll be running that, that taxi from Memphis up Interstate 55 to St. Louis on a regular basis. That stupid, that stupid thing. Uh, and I think he's going to play an important part on the team by the end of the year. Uh, Bregman Uni, way too close to Langford's. I agree, Crash. By the way, Crash, welcome to our little extravaganza. So the only problem is my head is so big, Crash, that my, uh, they, they've got to kind of overlap. But if you notice, I do have Langford overlapping Bregman. I was trying to make that point. Uh, the bullpen depth is great, but I don't know if the upper end of talent the good thing about the Cardinals, um, uh, the good thing about the Cardinals bullpen, at least, like you said, it's good by and large. But Dominic Leone is the difference maker. If they allow him to be a closer, then the Cardinals are in great shape. And I do think, and I, I think they've done a decent job to have guys who can come in in the sixth and seventh inning that Mike Matheny will use uh, and, sh and 
potentially shut the door. They have plenty of options, and the options thing is great. Uh, by the way, Mo's algorithm, why don't you slide into Crash's DMs and tell him about the Fantasy League we're doing. Bring him on in. Uh, oh, 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 Stuttering Stanley, Stuttering Stanley. What's going on, Clay? By the way, Clay, our boy Clay, uh, Clay Bearsdorfer, is working on a, uh, and a, Clay, I apologize, I don't remember the name of the podcast, but uh, Last Man Standing, the Last Man Standing podcast with he and Matt Berger. Uh, they're doing some pretty awesome stuff. Uh, you should definitely tune into that. Follow Clay Bearsdorfer on Twitter and Last Man Standing podcast. I only got to listen to a little bit. It was great, Clay. Keep up the great work. Uh, Mo said on Camo X at Lyon what would be the closer if the season started today. There you go. The, oh, last man up. Oh, man, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Clay. Uh, last man up. Um, uh, Clay, I'm sorry about that, man. Uh, so, anyways, getting back to the Lyon comments uh, from Mo's algorithm. Uh, 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 from, uh, from Mo's algorithm, from John Mazalak. Uh, that's a good sign because Dominic Leone is probably the best option for the Cardinals, and that's, that's what they need. Uh, are you worried about Gregerson? Uh, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm generally worried, although we did get to see Cecil in a game, but I think what I'm worried about is that the trifecta of Cecil, Norris, and Gregerson are all kind of limping, you know, right now. It needs to get better. They need to get healthy. It's important that they do. But I will say that I feel confident, confident, you know, if Gregerson is just a nagging injury, if Norris, Cecil, I think that the Cardinals have bullpen options uh, down in the minors that are more than just stopgap. And that's a good sign. Again, to me, Dominic Leone's health is more important than the health of those other people. Way more important than the health of those other people. If Leone goes down, then I think the Cardinals are in trouble. Oh, will the Blues make the playoffs? Colin, my boy, Colin Gardner over at the Redbird Daily. Colin, I love you. You've been doing a great job, buddy. I can't wait to do a little podcasting with you tomorrow. Um, Blues will not make the playoffs. Although the 72 win over the weekend was good. He is drunk already. He can't talk right. Nicole, I can't talk right when I'm sober. As a matter of fact, the closest I can get to talking properly is when I'm hammered. And that's a problem. This is my first drink tonight. Uh, what is Holland going to sign for? Now, let me ask you guys, what do you think? I think that at this point, Derek Holland... By the way, my shirt says Fixer Upper. I love that. Um, at this point, Derek Holland... Derek Holland. Greg Holland. Jesus, see, I, I, Greg Holland, last man standing... Last man up, Derek Holland. At this point, Greg Holland's going to have to take a one-year deal, right? A one-year incentive-laden deal. Where it's going to be, I don't have any idea. I'm not even going to guess. I, I can't even imagine. Uh, Ryan Schul says two years, 15 mil. I think if you're looking at something closer to one year, 15 mil. It'll be somewhere in like the Lance Lynn range, but with incentives that could take it up to escalators that could take it up to 18. Something like that would be my guess. Um Holland is greater uh, than Casey with Moose. Uh, I don't really know what's going on there, to be honest with you. I, I came in at the wrong time there. Uh, one year, 10 mil. See, I think something like that with incentive an incentive-laden contract that can escalate it higher. Uh, Greg Holland did... S oh, I'd like somebody said Greg Holland to the Angels. One year, one, or one year 16 mil. Uh, if they can afford it, they'll do it. I like that. Uh, do you think Holland will wait out until someone gets injured? Yeah, well, I mean, at this point, why not? I mean, he doesn't have anything to lose. Uh, the, the entire bullpen situation is interesting in general. Uh, oh, um, that, uh, that lovely and talented Cardinal Gifts wanted me to talk about some of the prospects that got cut, but right now we're, we're doing some good things. Uh, which team had the best offseason? I think a lot of teams had a really good offseason. I know that that's vague. I think people are over-pimping what the Phillies did. Uh, I like the moves that they made, but I don't think it made them great. 
it, it certainly compromises some things that they might be able to do in the long run. Uh, I love what the Angels did. I know people are are freaking out about Shohei Otani. I'm not. Uh, I uh, they, uh, Mike Claiborne with Tim McKernan on Tim McKernan's podcast today brought up a story about how uh, um, Ichiro didn't hit when he first came over, and he was just setting up the league. He's a uh, he's a good good player. Um, oh, <laughs> sorry, Gifts. Remember, by the way, Gifts and I are DMing through this little thing. And uh, if he puts it up on the teleprompter, I'm going to read it. I'm, again, I'm Ron Burgundy. You put the word whale's vagina up, I'm going to say it. I, I just, I trust my gifts, and my gifts would never steer me straight. Uh, Otani won't be great. He might not be great, but he's going to be a really, really good player. It's just, remember, he's younger than a lot of the other players, the other Japanese and Korean players were when they came over to the majors, which means he's less developed. It's going to take a couple years for him to get to that point. Uh, this is still a work in progress. Uh... Burley, I didn't skip that. I, I missed it. Well, I missed what you just said. My bad, brother. By the way, we're drinking tonight. Uh, we're, we're at Bourbon. We're, I'm drinking the Black Ridge Small Batch. It's okay. It's pedestrian. I got it at Total Wine. I just wish I would have stuck with the Bullet Full Barrel. Yeah. Mm. Ah. Anyone else miss Randall Gritchick from Nicole? Uh, not me, Nicole. I like what they got in return for him, so I'm, I'm not one of those people. What happened with Hicks? Is it really he just doesn't know how to get somewhere on time? Again, there are so many uh, rumors swirling around, but the deal, the, the absolute facts that we know were, are rather, that he failed to get to where he needed to be on time on multiple occasions. Again, the circumstances surrounding it are, are up for debate. There's a lot of rumors being swirled around. Those are the facts, and the Cardinals proceeded accordingly to punish him for that. And also to set a precedence for the other minor leaguers and the other players in camp. Uh, I personally don't think it's a huge issue. He's never had an issue like this ever. Um, so we just sit back and wait and hope that it's just a small thing. Uh, we'll get to the FMKs here in a little bit. It's still too early that, earlier that. Uh, Gritchick is already hurt. Is Oh my god, is Gritchick really hurt? Oh my god, that poor guy. Uh Nicole says, Colin Gardner, that man scares the shit out of me. I'm not exactly sure who you're talking about. What's your favorite trade move for the Cardinals that never came together? You know, for five years, by the way, as I, as I went a million miles an hour through that question, the question was, what is my favorite Cardinals trade rumor that never came to be? And it is the one million trade rumors between the Cardinals and Troy Tulowitzki. With and I guess the Cardinals and the Rockies for Troy Tulowitzki. I wanted Troy Tulowitzki to be a Cardinal so bad for so many years. He was one of my favorite players. He still is one of my favorite players. And uh, all of those years with the potential of him coming were a big deal. We talked about it a couple uh, podcasts, a couple prospects after dark uh, ago. I was one of the people who were really on board for trading Oscar Tavares for jerks in Profar. That was a really interesting thing. Uh, I was livid when the rumor was that the Cardinals were thinking about trading Carlos Martinez for Alexi Ramirez. Uh, but any of the millions and millions of trade proposals that were out there for Tulo to come to the St. Louis Cardinals had me glued and uh, interested. Those Dozier ones were pretty good. Uh, somebody just, just said, I agree, Dozier, those were interesting. I was kind of pushing for Dozier last year as well. Uh, I was hoping Stanton would be here. Now the Stanton one, that almost is, that's almost in its own category, right? Because the trade was complete. It was just contingent on him 
accepting the trade, which obviously he didn't. Uh, but that's a really great one, too. Cardinals were this close to having Giancarlo Stanton. And I got to tell you, that would have been an amazing thing. Uh, uh, Patrick B. says the Stanton rumor made him want to hang himself. Uh, I was there, too, for a while, man. You know, it was just that it went on so long, and we kept being told by Mish and Nightingale and Heyman and all these people that supply us with information that it was going to come to an end, and then a week later it hadn't come to an end. And then they told us it was going to come to an end, and then a week later it hadn't come to an end. It was just nauseating and tiresome, and it got boring, and you just wanted it to end. And, uh, you know, it didn't. And then finally it did, and now here we are with Marcelo Zuna, who is a great fit for the Cardinals. Uh... Ooh, uh, Ryan, uh, uh, Patrick B. says, Ryan Shul, I don't remember that one. What was the trade proposal that you don't remember? Uh, that'd be, a, oh, about Dozier. It, Cardinals Gift says, what a weird offseason. I agree. Uh, DeYoung is a poor man's Tulo mid-mo. I'm not, that might be it. I'm okay with that. Oh, uh, let's see. Eli and I PJ says, what team will Dylan Carlson break camp with? So I don't believe Dylan Carlson will go to Palm Beach because of the disaster hitting environment that that is. But I guess the one thing about Dylan Carlson being in Palm Beach is that he will be at the Cardinals complex getting a ton of reps. Reps. I don't think Dylan Carlson's ready for Springfield unless he took a huge step this offseason, which could have happened. He's a smart kid. Um, and then, uh, you know, I think smart money is that he starts back at Peoria, which would be good for him. But anything could happen. I almost cried when Jay, Jay Hay signed with the, car, the the Cubs. I was very much for that. I was happy that that happened. Uh, Dylan Carlson's one of my favorites. Me too, really. How loud will you cheer Boo when Pools returns to Bush? I'll, I'll stand up and I'll give him one of these solid cheers. Maybe maybe one like, yeah, kind of thing. But other than that, uh, nothing more. Again, I told you that a jackass would be screaming into your, your face today. I'm so sorry about that. Uh, who will be the player to watch in Peoria? Well, I mean, it comes down to, just like the Cardinals organization in whole, it's the outfield and the starting pitching. Starting pitching-wise, you'll have Alvaro Cejas. You'll have uh, Johan Oviedo. Uh, outfield-wise, you'll have uh, Wadier Infante. You'll have Chase Pinder. You'll have Scott Hurst. Uh, maybe Nick Plummer again. Uh, maybe even Dylan Carlson again. But to me, that's it. I'll be anxious to see where Kramer Robertson starts. That's going to be interesting. I think there's a chance Brady Whalen's there. If Brady Whalen finds his way there, you're going to want to go to Peoria for that. Um, there, there's going to be a couple guys. But again, we're still, I mean, we're still 30 days from the minor league season starting, and there's a lot that can change in between now and then. Uh, let's see. The place would be sold out. Blah blah blah. Oh my God, we're flying now. Cargo rumors were greater than Tula rumors, says Graham. Graham, you have a sick sense of humor and a very, very sad grasp on life. Uh, what do you think about Perez getting reps with the big club? I like it. It couldn't hurt anything. Uh, again, it's not that big of a deal, but we should take it as a positive that the Cardinals are at least rewarding Delvin Perez for some type of good behavior, which he hasn't shown in the past. Does Bryce Denton finally take a step forward this year? Hold on. Drink. You know, I thought last year was the year for Bryce Denton to take the step forward. I really did. Uh, it could happen this year. I, I have reason to believe that it will happen this year. But where does he start? He could be one of the guys at Peoria, which makes the most sense because he ended at State College last year. But if he's in the outfield, that's a really, really crowded outfield he's going into. So I think he has every capability of it. Um, we'll see. Biggest party animal in the Cardinals organization, my guess is that it's Marcelo Zuna.
I don't know if that's the answer you're looking for, but my guess is that it's Marcelo Zuna. Or Harrison Bader. I've got this thing, Harrison Bader seems like a swaggy bro, right? Like, he's the swaggest bro to ever swag. Um, you know, so maybe him. I could see that dude partying and going out and doing really cool things. Uh, does the lack of a bullpen worry you? The lack of high-end bullpen is worrisome, but I like the various options that they have. Uh, Nicole says Bader is annoying. There's Because he's such a bro and he's swaggy, he comes across... Uh, as annoying. Bader, Bader is kind of like a frat bro. Will they try and add Jag to the 40-man because of spring? Remember, uh, remember, oh, Colin, uh, Colin says Hudson will be a stud. Whoever said that? Hudson's going to be a really good pitcher. Uh, we're going to get to Hudson here in a couple days. Uh, yeah, Harrison Bader is the ultimate. He's, he's a frat bro. He looks like a frat bro. He car- bro. He carries himself like a frat bro. Uh, yeah. How many wins does Reyes finish with? It doesn't matter at all. Wins don't matter at all. But if you want to have fun, uh, he'll end up with, with eight. How does that sound? Uh, uh, hey, oh, define stud. Uh, well, you know, Luke Weaver's a stud. Michael Watkins a stud. Uh, you guys who have sustained major league careers, you know, guys who have a chance at having a 10-year major league career are studs. Those guys don't come around often. They're not as they're not as common as we all think that they are. So a stud is any player in my mind that could have draw the ten year pension from Major League Baseball. Alex Reyes is a stud. Michael Walk is a stud. Luke Weaver is a stud. Uh, oh, uh, Bader's sister. Are we back to talking about Bader's sister? I see somebody says she's an eleven out of ten. Harrison Bader's sister is an eleven out of ten. Uh, again, one step at a time. We're getting into Kyle after dark territory. I know we're at the thirty minute mark. Uh, oh no, Flaherty's girlfriend's a thirteen out of ten. Uh, the David Price rumors were fun. Oh, my God, the David Price rumors were... Uh, Nicole, no, no, stay. Nicole, we're going to ask you about who your favorite husband of uh, a Cardinal's sister is. Oh, God. Um, let's see. Ooh. Uh, didn't you ask him to live stream something and he said, don't tell me what to do? I say stuff like that all the time. The don't tell me what to do is the generic answer. It comes from... Uh, it's me ripping off Doug Vaughn on the morning after... Who uh, is the best? Uh, laugh out loud. That was awkward, Kyle. Oh no, Minmo. It's just getting awkward. Somebody asked me some MFKs. We got into that a little while. Again, we're not ready for that. We're gonna get to that here in a little bit. Archer to the to the Yankees in July. That'd be interesting. I'll be anxious to see where Chris Archer ends up at the by the end of the season. Who of these three is starting at the end of the season? Jerko, J. Martin, Wong. Wong is starting, and. You know, I really think... Uh, and Jerko, I'll say. Yeah, Kyle After Dark is when we do the MFKs. Uh, for those of you who don't know, MFK is Mary, fuck, kill. Uh, I'll say bang for this section because we're not in Kyle After Dark. Uh, and then we do that. Uh, is there a make or break year for Tui? It is absolutely a make or break year for Tui because of his contract situation. Uh, at least it's make or break year for Tui with the Cardinals. If he's bad... They'll need to outright him, and because of the way Major League Baseball is now, where you have so many teams, you know, if he's bad and they want to move him off the 25-man roster, he'll need to clear waivers. And with so many teams tanking, he's he's going to get claimed on waivers. He won't pass through unless he's hurt, uh, because teams like the Padres will swoop in and pick him up. Teams like the White Sox will swoop in and pick him up. It's absolutely a make-or-break year for Sam Tuavala. Uh, somebody said Jordan Schaefer was released. Thank goodness. That poor guy. I appreciate the effort you put in, but thank you. 
Is Eloy Jimenez legit? Absolutely. Eloy Jimenez might be better than Lubob, uh, but we're not gonna we're not gonna do it. We're not gonna do it. We're not gonna do it. Yeah, he's no Eloy Jimenez is legit. Uh, uh the the fucking Padres. Yeah, I hate them. I hate the Padres. Just the worst. Oh uh, well, Matheny destroyed Bowman's arm again. You can't destroy something that's already like you can't you can't go past the point of destruction and then draw yourself back in and then go back. Once you're past the point of destruction, it's destroyed. You can't do it again. Uh, it'll happen again, uh, but it's it'll be remnants of him already destroying it. Uh, is Tommy Pham for real? You know, this is already, what, the third year that Tommy Pham has reached the majors? The fourth year that Tommy Pham has reached the majors? Uh, he's on pace for a 10-year major league career. You can't ask for anything... Uh, Anything more than that? Somebody asked Luis Perdomo or Alan Cordova, which one would I rather have back? Uh, right now, it's Luis Perdomo. I'll say this. At the beginning of the year last year, if I could have picked one of the two, it would have been Alan Cordova. Uh, but what they, what the Padres did with Alan Cordova and sat him on the bench and didn't get him reps, uh, it's not... I wouldn't want Alan Cordova now. He lost a year of development time. Uh, thanks to the Padres, and important development time at that. Uh, drafting for position of need is greater than taking best talent at available. Laugh, laugh out loud. Graham will learn you something one of these days. Uh, if Cubs had Glabar, they wouldn't have won a World Series. That's a good point. Uh, you draft the chocolate chip cookie, not the oatmeal raisin that fits your need. <laughs> you always... Yeah, you got chocolate chunk and you got raisins. You got to pick between one. You need... You need oatmeal, but you got the raisins with the oatmeal? No, bro. You, you're taking that chocolate chunk. Trust me. I know baked goods. I know baked goods. I know baked goods. All right. What else do we have, freaks? Um, oh, so oh, let's see. Uh, are the Cardinals relying too much on Tammy Pham to have a repeat season? I would say that if Tommy Pham, if anything, they're relying too much on Paul DeYoung to have a repeat season because they don't have a lot of fallback options for Paul DeYoung. With Tommy Pham, if Tommy Pham gets hurt, at least they have a couple guys that they can kind of plug in and see if any of them work, see if any of them catch fire. So, you know, Tommy Pham is obviously a very important part of what the Cardinals are going to do, but at least they have other options. Uh, do you see Helsley coming up this year? Ryan Helsley will make his Major League debut as long as he stays healthy. Do I like Michael Kopech? I love Michael Kopech. He's a beast. He's a beast. In my mind, he's somewhere in between Alex Reyes and Tyler Glasnow. Uh, you know, if you were to, you know, two years ago when we were ranking prospects, he'd go right in between the two for me. Like that's that's where he is. Um, he's good. Uh, who's six, seven, and eight in the starting pitching depth uh, at this moment? So uh, I believe that's probably the question from Ben Saruti. Ben, we went over that a little bit. I'm glad to go over it again though. Uh, so right now you're talking uh, uh, Flaherty would be six, and then I would think uh, because he's still around. Uh, or is he around? I would think John Gant is probably seven, more than likely, depending on what they want to do with him. Uh, I know Mike Mayers is now a full-time bullpen option. That's a good thing. Uh, and then I would think, and again, this is all this is all without Alex Reyes in the picture because obviously it'd be Flaherty than Reyes. Uh, but then I would think that it's it's probably Hudson because Hudson has a little bit more control than Helsley does, um, at least like in-game control. And then it'd be Helsley, and then it'd be Gomber at this very moment. Uh, Mayors and BP and bullpen is legit. 
It might be, but remember, we just hit the halfway mark in spring training. There's still a lot that can change. I know his junk looked good. Not not his junk, but his stuff. His Not his stuff. Uh, his repertoire looked really good uh, pitching to Washington the other night. Uh, what's Weaver's peak? I think, you know, the, 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 the comparison that everyone drew with Luke Weaver as his ultimate peak was like Tim Hudson. He, he'll never be better than Tim Hudson. And the chances of him being Tim Hudson are very, very shallow. Uh, but I think if you're talking from like a more practical aspect, you know, uh, a really solid number three, uh, with, with number two potential, you know, uh, I don't know, something similar to what Kyle Hendricks did, maybe, as, as in between uh, a most likely outcome and a ceiling. He could be that. Uh, let's see. I once compared Weaver to Zach Davies. That's interesting. I know you, you put the LOL there at the end, but that's not, uh, that's not, that's interesting. There's more to that than I think, than I think, well, I think at the time you probably said it pretty educated, uh, educatedly, but, uh, Ryan Schultz says nine years, $380 million. Who says no with Machado to STL? Uh, my guess is the Cardinals wouldn't do nine years, 380. Uh, but again, you never know with opt-outs. Does Flaherty have a higher ceiling than Weaver? Absolutely. Luke uh, Weaver's ceiling is lower than Jack Flaherty's. Jack Flaherty, he has the body for durability. Uh, he has a more traditional uh, movement, motion. He has a deeper repertoire. He commands his pitches better. He has a little bit, a different kind of deception because, you know, Joe Trezza wrote an amazing article about how Luke Weaver creates deception. Uh, but yes, Jack Flaherty's ceiling is higher than Luke Weaver's. Mm. I apologize for the water. Uh, are you ignoring me, Kyle? Am I blocked? No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Put something else. Uh, let's see. Uh, will Hicks eventually move to the bullpen? Cards have so many future rotation guys. First off, you can never have enough future rotation guys. And maybe eventually, yeah, maybe uh, maybe he does move to the bullpen, that Jordan Hicks. But you wait until the last, at the absolute last minute to put him in the bullpen. Uh, because his skill set's so good. I don't see a big free agent signing until Matheny is fired. That might be the case. I uh, love how Hicks has to get approval on Periscope. That's funny stuff. Uh, Moe's algorithm says, hey, Crash. What's up, Crash? Uh, how can I join the Birds on the Black Fantasy League? Patrick B 23 all you got to do is uh, email Moe's algorithm or hit him up via DM on Twitter. Uh, LOL Hicks. Uh, where does Harper land? Bryce Harper, I don't know. Everyone says it's either going to be the Cubs or the Yankees. I'm not going to doubt them because I don't have the slightest idea. Uh, what makes Kenley Jansen so damn good? I think a lot of it is his motion. I think it's the heat that he brings. I think it's that cutter. Uh, I think he's just a really good pitcher. Are you shopping Carson Kelly? And if so, who are you targeting? I think the only person I'm trading Carson Kelly for is either Josh Donaldson, Manny Machado, or Chris Archer. Uh, it would have to be a high-end a high end uh, player. And preferably one you would have control, so that's why I would say Chris Archer. Graham says, be prepared for my write-up this weekend on shortstop options behind DeYoung. Okay, Graham. Uh, not Chicago. They have Schlauber and El Moro. Um, yeah, you know, that's what everyone's saying. I mean, at least that's what I've read. He's close friends with Chris Bryant and all that stuff, and I think a lot of people think he's going to go there. Uh, Kelly's look better behind the plate this spring. No. 
I personally think he has. He had a really rough game where Rick Horton just murdered him on the uh, on the television broadcast. Like Rick Horton has any idea what he's talking about. Um, oh, not really. Says Tommy Edmond. Yeah, Tommy Edmond. By the way, Tommy Edmond was just cut from Major League Camp, but the fact that he lasted this long is a sign that the organization views him really highly. I saw Tommy Edmond a bunch on the backfields playing second base, and uh, you could tell the Cardinals were really into him. Uh, we love we love Tommy Edmond. Somebody keeps saying Harper. I, there's a lot of Bryce Harper talk on the uh, on the prospects after dark tonight. I didn't expect that. Uh, yeah, I you know I I, I think the, the Yankees would be interesting, but I just I don't know where they put him. Uh, future of wisdom and Bader. Tommy Edmond lasts long. Yeah, Tommy Edmond. He's uh, he's durability personified. Uh, yet we still have Francisco Pena. Yeah, Pena and Kisner are still both up. Francisco Pena, he's lineage baseball. You know, everyone knows his father played baseball. Uh, he's going to stick around. That's just how these stupid things work. I think he's... Ah, uh, never mind. I'm not going to say that. Uh, they won't be able to afford Bryant, Rizzo, Contreras, Baez, Schwarber. Uh, they won't be able to afford all those guys, the Cubs. More than likely not. More than likely not. But, they, you know, a lot of those guys still have trade value. It's not like the, the Yankees where they're trying to get rid of Jacoby Ellsbury, you know, or... It, it's they still have affordable contracts right now that they could trade if they wanted to move them. Uh, can you guess who my favorite minor league player is, Kyle? Uh, Graham, is it Edmundo Sosa? Uh, Pena actually played solid defense. Yeah, no, he's a, he's a really good defensive catcher. Steve Barron's a pretty solid defensive catcher. Uh, nothing more than organizational depth, but you can never have enough organizational depth. Uh, no different than what happened to the Royals as far as affording everyone. It's a tough, tough, tight rope to walk. And uh, it doesn't always uh, it doesn't always go the way that you would think. Oh, uh, Mo's algorithm asks me via DM here on this Twitter machine my thoughts on Denelson Lamette. I'm a big uh, I I like Lamette. I thought that he came up and did a really great job last year. I think he's a sneaky sneaky uh, fantasy baseball uh, uh, sleeper, and I think he could log some really important innings. I, He's an interesting guy, and I think you have him on your one fantasy team that you were you were cluing me in on, and I think that that's a great move, Mo's algorithm. And sorry that I keep missing you here on the uh, uh, on the questions as they come up. Same thing with you, Crash. I apologize. Jose Martinez was organizational depth at one time. Yeah, exactly. But or the difference is Jose Martinez had a defined skill. He had two defined skills, as a matter of fact. He had an above average outfield arm, a really really great outfield arm, and he made a ton of contact. And it wasn't until he introduced the the you know uh, the trajectory into his game that it finally it finally clicked for him. He finally uh, you know it finally all manifested and became a major leaguer. Uh, oh yeah, uh, it's definitely not Stefan Trosclair, Kyle. Uh, do you think DeYoung has improved defensively? I do think Paul DeYoung has improved defensively. Now the thing you need to remember about me and Paul DeYoung. Uh, somebody says Jose Martinez is an awful outfielder, though. He's he's a bad outfielder, but he always had a great arm. And he always hit for average. Um, the thing about Paul DeYoung that you need to remember is I watched all... I think he started nine games at Springfield at shortstop in 2016. And then I was dialed into what was going on in the Arizona Fall League 2016 between 2017. And those nine games that I saw at Springfield in 2016, as compared to what it looked like just midway through the season at Memphis before he got called up, he was a completely different player. He had made such strong strides at short, I couldn't believe it. Um, and he was better by the end of the year. So, yes, he has gotten better. 
I have reason to believe that he will continue to get better and mold himself into an average to maybe, maybe slightly above average at his peak shortstop. Drink. Uh, so a couple things real fast. I see somebody say uh, Cardinals gifts. Uh, uh, Rebby Grill says just supporting the best Cardinals websites. Uh, by the way, birds on the black. We want you guys to get as involved as you possibly can. Uh, Cards gifts created this great little submit site uh, where during Cardinal games, Memphis games, Springfield games, minor league games, you take your pictures and you submit them, and we'll use them in articles. Uh, you want to put video in there? We'll figure that out. Uh, submit your content. Become a part of our family. We want you guys to feel as involved as we are as we write. And again, one more time, uh, Cardinals Gifts has some pretty amazing stuff planned for the people who have signed up to be members for free at Cardinal or at Birds on the Black. And uh, you should definitely do that. Um, hey, Mo's Algorithm, can you throw me a follow so I can give you... I don't know who that is. Uh, tell us about Alex Chrisafuli. I'll tell you what. Uh, Alex is incredible. Uh, you know, I don't know a lot about Alex as a person, but I can tell you right now that Alex is one of the most talented writers in all of Cardinal's blogosphere. I, uh, he writes well. He, he creates a narrative that isn't confusing or convoluted. He, Alex, Alex is my favorite writer right now. My favorite Cardinals blogger right now. And it's not even close, to be honest with you. Uh, STL Cup of Joe, what he's been doing has been incredible with Cardinals gifts with the, the athletic and at birds on the black. Um, all my boys over at the Redbird Daily are great. Uh, you know, there's a couple websites that are total shite. Um, but, you know, even if I wasn't a part of Birds on the Black, that Alex Crisofoli would be my absolute favorite Cardinals blogger. It, it, he's incredible. Uh, I'm far behind second, though, right, Kyle? Yeah, Graham, you're, my, you're far, far behind second. You're, like, in uh, China and... Alex Crisofoli is here in the States, and you two are running a race. And the finish line is in San Francisco, and he's right there. Uh, Greg Jeffries was criminally underrated. J. David Reed, that's the first of you I'm seeing. Welcome to the chat. Thanks for bringing your hot Greg Jeffries take. I love that. Uh, who starts in Memphis but makes the biggest impact on St. Louis this year? Great question, Ben. Great question. Uh, oh, Jack Flaherty. That's easy. That's probably easier than it should be. I think Ryan Sheriff has a chance because I don't know how healthy Brett Cecil will be the entire year. And Tyler Lyons has a little history of injury. Um, Mike Mayers could end up being the answer to that question, but I'll say Jack Flaherty. Uh, does Jag make the team? Jag does not make the team. Ryan Schul says he needs a drink. Ryan, get a drink. And also, I saw on Twitter, this is completely random, but congratulations on your, uh, your cow that had the babies today and all of them being healthy. Uh, Shul's involved in cattle farming in some capacity. Congratulations. I know it's a big thing. My brother worked on a, uh, a farm in Manhattan, Kansas for years. And uh, just, he, he dealt with horses. But I understand how tough that process is. Congratulations to you. Uh, everybody, a drink to Ryan Shul. A drink to yourselves for the great participation tonight. Is Preston Gilmet or Gilmay any good? I don't know. I can't tell you. I... I didn't get to see any of him. And, I mean, organizational depth guy for me. Wait, somebody said that uh, Brett Cecil gets distracted by boobs. Uh, don't we all? <laughs> Can you blame the guy? Boobs are terrific. Uh, I'm in Manhattan. Go K-State. Ben, uh, ben, no kidding, Ben. You're in Manhattan. Yeah, my brother Scott. Scott Reese. 
uh, worked at the K-State um, uh, equestrian farm. He tended all the horses for a really, really long time. I got to know the uh, the Schneider family, right? They're they're like the uh, uh, the Corleone family of, of Manhattan, Kansas. Uh, we're getting closer to Kyle After Dark. We're at 51 minutes of prospects after dark. And without a doubt, the MFK questions are going to start to come. And uh, he can see them better with those glasses. If I had glasses, this would be going a lot smoother. Uh, watch where you point that thing. I always have something in my hand. It's a butter knife this time. See? I'm going to set that down. Uh, what 2017 draft pick are you most excited about? Ryan. Ryan Massey, my boy. Hey, Ryan. Uh... Evan Mendoza for me. I've been pretty uh, pretty aggressive about pushing the Evan Mendoza train. But, you know, one thing we've talked about in the Prospects After Dark for a couple a couple in a row now, with this being the first offseason that Terry Fuller has as a professional baseball player without football in his periphery, uh, I'm anxious to see what we get out of Terry Fuller this year. Uh Graham asked, where's VHS? VHS isn't here. He, he, Both he and Todd Thiessen, Thiessen haven't sent me pictures of myself squinting or making weird faces at the camera yet. We miss them. Uh, now we know why Cecil wears glasses. Great. Uh, oops. Oh, Griffith's sister's here. Yeah. Uh, oops, did I come too soon? Uh, no. No. That's something that she's never said. Uh, I like Fuller as well. Yeah, Ryan, I'm super excited about uh, about Fuller. Super excited. Uh, uh, sup, grit, sis. Oh, Jesus. Oh. Alright, so that was the end of Prospects After Dark. Looks like we've segued just well enough here into Kyle After Dark. Uh, again, you're gonna need a drink. Take a drink. Mmm. Oh. So great. So, uh, first off, we've had some pretty great conversation tonight. This has been going incredible. Uh, every week you guys bring some great stuff. I love that this ends up being just as much your show as it ends up being mine. And, uh, that's the kind of community that we're trying to create at Birds on the Black. And I think that you guys are embracing it and I love that. That's enough of the mushy stuff. So a little while ago, uh, so, oh, Hosmer, Berkman for Cal, Mary fuck, kill. Uh, oh God. I think Raphael for Cal would be the easiest to murder. And... <laughs> I think Eric Hosmer is basically a wife, and the problem is I don't think Lance Berkman would just have, like, casual sex with you. So I'd probably have to murder Berkman, because I'm not going to do the whole waiting for marriage thing. Uh, I'm a deviant. Uh, so yeah, I guess Mary, Mary for call, oh no, Mary Hosmer, bang that for call, and murder that Berkman. So, welcome to Kyle After Dark. Uh, F, make, F, Mary, Kill, Reyes, Flaherty, and Weaver. Ugh. I feel like Alex Reyes would dominate me. And I'm not ready to bottom. I'm, I'm full power top, my friends. And, uh, uh, so Alex Reyes, I'd have to murder before he murdered me. At that point, Luke Weaver's total wifey material. Even with that, like, little peach fuzz. Uh, and then definitely, definitely Jack Flaherty. As the wife. And the thing about marrying Jack Flaherty is maybe, you know, if you've got to take that bullet, uh, maybe you get, you're lucky enough and his girlfriend gets involved. Uh, I'm all on board for that. Uh, you marry Weaver. He's a nice guy. It's all about personality, right? So, yeah, Weaver, he's, he's a perfect little wifey material. Great personality. Uh, smaller than most people. Uh, Shul says, turns volume down. Oh, God. 
Uh, Bregman, Langford, Lubob. No, you murder Bregman. That's easy. Uh, Langford and Lubob, you have a polygamous relationship where you just bang and marry him nonstop. Uh, Weaver's goatee thing gives me the creeps. Yeah, so honestly, as sweet of a guy as Luke Weaver is and as great of a personality as he has, um, that mustache spells trouble. You know, we joked around a little bit ago about me not being around schools, but if I had a child, I would not want Luke Weaver as, like, a crossing guard. There's no way. Oh, MFK, Todd Zeal, <laughs> Geronimo Pena, and Bernard Gilkey. Uh, uh, you know, that Todd Zeal used to bang around. The rumor on the street was that that guy used to cheat on his wife a lot. He and Tom Pagnazzi, although neither are verified. Um, but, so, yeah, I wouldn't want to marry Todd Zeal. He's just going to break my heart. Um, so, I guess Todd Zeal is my little side piece why uh, Geronimo Pena I'm wifing. And poor Bernard Gilkey, he's just... Bernard Gilkey's stuck in friend zone, and if it comes to murdering him or loving him, I've got to murder him. Uh, Seth Beer, Bryce Denton, Stefan Trosclair. That's not even hard, Graham. Graham, I don't think you understand me very well, brother. Uh, all three of them, Seth Beer. No, uh, you would marry Stefan Trosclair... And then you'd uh, you'd make love to Seth Beer. You'd love on beer. And you'd uh, have a really, really amazing thing about it. Uh, yeah. Drink. Mm. I'm empty, folks. What do we want to do? Okay, so here's a really good one. We're messing around aside. Bader's sister, Flaherty's girlfriend, or Gritchick's sister. Now, Gritchick's sister is super, super swole. But I got to be honest with you. I've never been with a woman that's that buff. And I think that she'd be my F. And then I think I'd wifey that Flaherty. That Flaherty's girlfriend. Uh, yeah, that's how I would do it. It'd be tough, but I think that's how I'd do it. Uh, let's see. Official uh, Jay Bolt says Linkford is a god. Absolutely. So, again, I'm done here. I'm going to re-up a little bit with my bourbon. That's the, uh, the Black Ridge Small Batch. It's okay. I'd pass on it. I think the only place you can find it is Total Wine. Just save the money and get something that's really, really good. Oh, Mrs. Michaelis is incredible, too. God, what an amazingly beautiful woman. You know, it's funny. As a really ugly guy like myself, I like to lie to myself and think, man, if I was only a, if I was only a baseball player, if only everything would have worked out for me. Uh, oh, Nicole, I'm, we're sorry about this, by the way. Um, stick around for this little story. Nicole, we love you. Thank you so much for coming. Uh, but I used to think to myself, man, if I was a baseball player, I'd have a beautiful wife. But the truth is, I am so, like, on the other end of ugly that even if I was, like, a, if I made Derek Jeter money and had yachts and stuff, women still wouldn't, they wouldn't want nothing to do with me. Uh, I love Steve Klein for flipping off the roof. I love Steve Klein for being the weirdo that he is. Lefties are the best. I can't tell you enough. Uh, will Bader be the fourth outfielder? What about Jag? I think going into the season, Bader will be the fourth outfielder. I think they'll get cute with it a little bit. Uh, we'll see how these next two weeks go with... Uh, um, maybe it's because of my age, but Roland should be the other winner of the Cardinals Hall of Fame. I agree. I, I've been torn on this because Keith Hernandez, I think, is a lot better than people my age. Again, I'm 32. I'll be 32 in a little bit. I think people my age don't know anything about Keith Hernandez, and we associate him as a Mets player. But Keith Hernandez had like a nine-year stretch as a Cardinal that were pretty lights out. Had I not done the research, it absolutely would have been Ray Langford and Scott Rowland for me. Uh, but I, I think that our generation of Cardinal fans are going to put Scott Rowland in the Cardinals Hall of Fame this year with your boy. 
Uh, Graham, Todd, and Moe's. Now, here, I'm going to make an amendment to this. I think I'd... I wouldn't kill Graham, but I would definitely dismember him. Like, I'd take all his appendages and tie them off. And i put the appendages in, appendages in, like, an ice bath, of course, in case I wanted to sew them on later. Uh, but I would probably marry... I'd probably marry that Moe's. Moe's seems like a nice... A nice life partner, and uh, that that forever cards our boy Todd. I think he I think he'd make a nice husband. He he'd make a good husband. Uh, oh Jesus! Oh, can't. I don't want to do this anymore. I want off. Get me off this island. Uh, Graham gets. Oh no. Uh, am I crazy for thinking Rowling should go into the Hall of Fame? As in Cooperstown? I don't think you're crazy for thinking it. But for me, the standard is if Jim Edmonds doesn't deserve it. If Jim Edmonds isn't in the hall, then Roland shouldn't be in the hall. And I know this is sacrilege, but Yadier Molina shouldn't be in the hall either. Uh, I think all three should be. But for me, if if Jim Edmonds isn't in, then no one should. This got weird. Yeah, Kendra Nicole. This is this is Kyle after dark. This happens after Prospect after dark. And this is where all the fun happens. Uh, yeah. You marries Kyle. Yeah, Mo's you and me, we married now. Uh, Jim Edmonds deserves it, though. Jim Edmonds does deserve it. And... But that's my point. Is like I feel more confident in the career that Jim Edmonds has had, uh, being Hall of Fame worthy, than I do Yachty and Roland. And I do think both Roland and Yachty deserve to be in the Hall of Fame. I just, if either of those guys get in before uh, Jim Edmonds does, I, 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 I'm not happy about that. Honestly, I, I love Jim Edmonds. I think he's the most. He might be one of the most underrated players of all time. Uh, Kyle and a beard, and I can only. <laughs> Who wins a Cardinals prospect home run derby? Let's see. Who did, who have I seen put on a show? Probably Jag. My guess would be Jag. You know, Randy Rosarena won the uh, Florida State League uh, home run derby last year. So maybe him, but uh, my guess is Jag. Tyler O'Neill. I think the thing about Tyler O'Neill that makes Tyler O'Neill unique if you're doing a home run derby is that Tyler O'Neill has game power. But like when he takes BP, they're not like moonshots. Jag is a a BP monster. Either him or Patrick Wisdom. On those backfields, Patrick Wisdom was hitting dongs, man. They were flying out. I mean, it was impressive to watch Patrick Wisdom hit some balls out of the backfields. Uh, did Rosarena win the Mexican League MVP? He did not. Uh, another gentleman whose name is Manny Rodriguez, I believe, uh, won it. Uh, but and as far as where he finished, he finished in the top four. But uh, I can't say. Terry Fuller has serious power, so I guess that's the one person that I omit in that. And realistically, the one guy who's known for hitting home runs out of ballparks in a uh, in an amateur setting, uh, like a home run derby, is Terry Fuller. He did it. There's YouTube video of Terry Fuller hammering the ball. So yeah, maybe it's Terry Fuller. Uh, as Graham said, Rodriguez had 147 RBIs. Uh, let's see, who wins a home run derby, Adron Chambers or Mags? Chambers, you my boy. Chambers has double the power that Mags has. Uh, yeah. Oh, no, holy shield, I know you meant Adron, trust me. Chambers, you my boy! Uh, Manny Rodriguez in Mexico is like John Smith to America. Oh, boy. Can we talk about something else? Now I feel uncomfortable somehow. Uh, Chambers, you my boy! See, not really. Napa really might actually be my wifey. No, uh, Napa really gets it. 
He gets the Doug Vaughn references. He gets it all. Thank you, Not Really, for being here. Uh, you can't have double of zeros. MFK, Bayroll, O'Neill, and Marp. Well, depends on which which Marp we're talking about. Uh, we're not worthy of Fowler and his wife's Twitter game. I agree with that. I love Dexter Fowler. Uh, people hate on Dexter Fowler, and I don't get it. Uh, if you want to criticize him for not being healthy, I would measure that criticism, but I think the criticism is warranted. He had a good season when he was healthy, and he's a great guy, and he's great for the clubhouse, and he's great for St. Louis. Uh, and his wife and him are fantastic. Like, that's the kind of lightheartedness that I love to see out of my, my professional athletes. Somebody said uh, the Cardinals stole Ozuna. I agree. Uh, drink after you drink water. See, this is the kind of drunk I am. I chase water with bourbon, not vice versa. Mm. Holy Shield says F. Mary Kill, Jimmy the Cat Hayes, uh, Danny, Dan McLaughlin, or Rick Horton. Rick Horton, I would murder if you didn't offer me the option. Uh, Dan McLaughlin, I feel like Dan McLaughlin knows how to bake a cookie. And I feel like Dan McLaughlin knows how to mix a drink. Uh, so I would say that Dan McLaughlin is my wife. Want him to stay at home as much as possible. I don't want him out on the road because bad things happen when he's out on the road. Uh, and then Jim Hayes is, you know, regional cable brilliance. And uh, I want him to be my side piece. Uh, the cat knows his fries, though. The cat absolutely knows his fries. And I want cat on the road all the time hooking up my fry game. Uh, Danny Mac got a DUI outside of my neighborhood. And... The next neighborhood, and the neighborhood after that, and the neighborhood after that. Uh, all kidding aside, I absolutely love Danny Mac. I think he's the most underrated play-by-play uh, -play guy probably in baseball. He doesn't get the credit he deserves. I love him. I even feel bad about joking about his DUIs. Uh, but he's an incredible, an incredible, incredible play-by-play -play guy who is only as bad as the talent that surrounds him. Because when Ankiel's in there, he's great. When McCarver's in there, he's pretty good. And when Edmonds is in there, he's great. But when he's in there with those other clowns, he can't do anything because they're clowns. Uh, let's see. Anyone else remember the catfight segment back in like 09 of Cardinals pregame? I'm going to take it back even further, Holy Shield, for those of you who might listen to the program on 590 the morning after. He used to do this, this segment called Sunshines, Rainbows, and Unicorns or something like that. The cat's brilliant. He's just an absolutely great guy. Uh, Brad Thompson in the booth will be great. Brad Thompson with Danny Mac is going to be great, man. Uh, McCarver has big ears. That's definitely something that's happened to him. FMK, uh, Matheny LaRussa, and Herzog. I don't, I'm not a Herzog guy. I was born in 86. Uh, so my own personal thoughts about, about Whitey are that he abandoned his team. Uh, so murder that, murder that Whitey, unfortunately. Sorry, White Rat. Uh, I would, so the thing about Tony La Russa is you couldn't have a side piece. You, I would only want Tony La Russa as like a side piece. Because he would mind at the S out of you if he was your wife. Uh, I'm so excited for Brad Thompson. Me too. Uh, Kendra Nicole says McCarver stresses me out. Kendra, why is that? Uh, if the Cardinals have a down year, whose fault is it? Well, the first domino that will fall will be John Mabry. Unless the Cardinals are the like clear-cut best offensive team. 
But who's to blame? Everyone's to blame. The, th this is my favorite thing. I love when people say, is it the front office? Is it the players? Is it the manager? Well, it's everyone. The players for not playing up to their, their level. The manager for not getting the most out of the players. And also the front office for not supplying the players needed. Um, the one caveat to that is if you keep going to the same guys in the bullpen that are blowing leads and blowing games, then that's on the manager. If the manager isn't learning from his mistakes, if Luke Voigt is hitting 100 over 100 at bats and they're running him out to left field or left field, that's on the manager. Uh, yeah, I would say for Mr. Uh, Mr. Niehaus, uh, Jeff, the fly the L, uh, I wouldn't say that I, I grew up, I grew up. So keep in mind, when I was 10, that's when TLR took over. So I would say I grew up as a baseball fan more with the TLR teams than with Joe Torre. Uh, who has a better Cardinals career? Who had the better Cardinals career, Cosmo or Descalso? Descalso. Uh, absolutely. Descalso was an important part of a World Series winner. Everyone forgets that. Well, not everyone. No one really forgets that. I don't even know what the hell I'm talking about. But that's, that's what separates it. I remember two Cardinals. That's Cray. Uh, unless Luke Voigt is batting 350, there's no way he should play. But yeah, that's all. That's exactly my point. Like everyone is responsible for winning, and everyone is responsible for losing. And the only way that there's a caveat there is if the manager is constantly putting the team in a position to lose, and then it's on him. And it could be argued because of the way that t uh, that uh, Mike Matheny manages the bullpen that he's more to blame. But again. There were free agents that could have helped this team that John Mazalek and Michael Gersh didn't sign, uh, and the players need to play. Uh, let's see. Oh, uh, oh! Did Wildcats put out a best uh, the best FMK so far? Wildcats, put that back on. I want it. I want it bad. I need it. Uh, I, yeah, I think this has been a really good prospects after dark. I think this has been a great Kyle after dark. Uh, you guys bring it. You're the best. Uh, Xavier Scruggs or David Washington, who did you care about the least? David Washington. I was never a big David Washington guy. Now, he did play a little bit of third, that David Washington. Uh, I liked Xavier Scruggs a lot. I thought Xavier Scruggs would be like the Eduardo Perez uh, would fill that role. I always forget that Gersh is a GM now, right? Yeah, me too. So does he, I'm sure. Pour some out for Johnny's and Soulard. Oh, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to pour it out of my mouth. How about that? Mm. I love that Johnny's and Soulard. Uh, I love Scruggs' walk-up song. Yeah, Adrian Chambers is the greatest of all time. All right, fellas and ladies and gentlemen and ladies. Uh, I think we're at about the end of our rope here. Is Gersh the one that doesn't blink at all? Yes. So during the winter meetings or the GM meetings, I don't remember which one it was. There was that video where Mike Gersh, it was like two minute long video where every time they panned to Gersh, his eyes were like this. Yeah, we're really excited about our team. We're in great, we're in great discussion. I got to blink. I got to blink. I can't do it. I don't know how he did it. I don't know how he did it. Oh, it hurts my eyes. I'm crying. But for like two and a half minutes, the dude didn't blink until the end, which I didn't stick around for. He had already made it two minutes without blinking. Uh, but at like the 2.13 mark, he finally blinked on this video. Yeah, Mike Gersh is that uh, Quinn Schneider looking fella. Uh, half Quinn Schneider, half Jay Moore looking fella. <laughs> Gersh looks like he wants to die 24-7. That's my favorite comment so far tonight. Uh, let's see. FMK, Michaelis' wife and his stash. 
<laughs> FMK Michaelis, his wife, and his stash. Well, I'd murder, I'd murder him, I'd marry the mustache, and I'd use the wife as the side piece, of course. It's the only logical explanation for any of this. Oh, Wildcats. Okay, good. Perfect. Wonderful. Uh, Graham, you had some nonsense about somebody being overrated, just once again to prove how... Oh, no. D child porn pervert retweeted? What is that? Oh, that's a sign that this has got to end. Oh, God. Will Nicholas eat another animal? He'll swallow a bug or two. Uh, what else do we have? Guys, again, uh, this has been a fantastic little Q&A. We're at an hour and 11 minutes. Um, I still have this much bourbon left, which is about two sips. I say you bring your questions, you hammer them hard, and uh, we end this thing on a bang. I don't know what that means, though. Don't know. Mm. All right, so no more questions. Good. That's what I'm talking about. All right, so one more time, I'm gonna sell the I'm gonna sell the side a little bit. Uh, oh, I'm in my cards. Thanks for thanks for showing up again. Subs subscribe to Birds on the Black. Uh, it's free. Uh, yeah, it's don't click on anybody's profile that says anything about being a pervert. Um, uh, Patrick V says, thanks for making life interesting. Thank you for participating. I promise you every time it'll be just like this. This is who I am to a T. Um, and I, I'm glad you guys enjoy it. But subscribe to Birds on the Black. We've got nothing but great content for our subscribers. Um, s contribute, too. We want you to be a part of this. Oh, Cards Gifts asked the most important question of the night. What episode are we calling this? Uh... Hey, Kendra Nicole, thank you so much for, for, for being a part of this, too. Uh, I appreciate it. I hope we kept you entertained. Uh, again, I, I just want to entertain. I want you guys to have fun. I want to talk baseball, but I want it to be completely random as well. Why don't we call this... Since I need to lose the salty status, Kisner is really good. Graham, what do you think? What, up, what should we call this episode? Tell me, buddy. Tell me. What should we call this episode? We, we've had the last three episodes. Or let's see. We had the or the, uh, the Bud Norris episode, the Jason Mott episode, the Cy Michaelis last week was Seth Beer. Um, oh, my God. J. David Reed. That's it. The Gombers Junk episode. Boom. Winner in the clubhouse. That a boy, J. David Reed. Oh, I love it. Uh, that I love it. The Gritchicks... Are the uh, the Gombers junk episode? <laughs> oh, that's great. Uh, well, again, everyone, thank you so much for participating. This is a blast. I'm gonna polish this little bit off right here in front of you. This is my salute to you. Thank you so much. These last uh, everything's great. I don't know what else to say. I'm just gushing now, and it's weird. For everybody at Birds on the Black. Uh, Randy or Rosarena is not overrated, you jackass. Um, Wildcats, thank you so much. Ryan Schul, thank you so much. Mo's Algorithm, thank you so much. Uh, for everybody at Birds on the Black, uh, I'm Kyle Reese. Uh, uh, Cloud Kareem says Jags win in the fourth outfield spot. Cloud Kareem, come find me, brother. Come find me in two weeks when it happens. We'll, uh, we'll send, we'll, uh, we'll Venmo you some cash to buy yourself some bourbon. Um, Graham, Thank you so much, brother. You know I love you. I absolutely love you. You're doing a great job. Keep it up. 
Um, Lauren, Lauren Bundy, who is fantastic. A great Twitter follow, an optimist. I love, Lauren, I can't tell you how much I love following you. You're great. Um, again, I'm, now I'm just rambling. Everyone, thank you so, so very, very much uh, for everybody at Birds on the Black. I'm Kyle Reese. That was Prospects After Dark. And happy, happy hunting. <laughs>